Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Bill and Rose's Drunken Podcast. This is Bill. And Rose, hello people. This, this is our first scheduled podcast. Um, we usually try to wing these things. Um, and uh, today we have a special guest on our show. Um, he is a childhood friend of ours. Today we have a guest on our show. He's a childhood friend of ours, and like me, he's pulled himself out of the hood and has provided a much better life for our families. Uh, he's a top real estate agent in New Jersey and entrepreneur. Give it up for my man, Angel Vendrell. Hello. <laughs> Couple shots in. Oh. I'm sorry? I can't drive right now. He's up to eight. Eight shots. You're driving? No, he can't drive. No, I can't. There's no way. Okay, but you're supposed to be quarantined anyway. So keep your ass at home. Yeah, it's it's eight o'clock. We can't fucking drive anyway. Oh, because of the curfew? Yeah, you're live right now. Are we all off the curse? Yes. Yes. No, we don't. Don't worry. We're gonna that. we're gonna use language and terms that take us back to our childhood. So don't use the N word, please. Thank you. That, well, well. No. It depends. Wait, hold on. It we depends. Don't use the N word. We oh. never we never done that before. Nigga, please. You fail. Demonetize. <laughs> Bye. What happened? I missed that. She's yeah. echoing. It's echoing. No, she. Now you're good, but she didn't sound right. No, because she walks away. This is how she does a podcast. No, she can't walk away. No. I know, no shit. She should sit her ass here and do a podcast. Sit your ass down, Rose. Shuddy. <laughs> All right. Sit. So what's going on? Not much, man. <laughs> I'm sitting in my uh, home office, waiting for your phone call so we can talk about life. Talk about the past, talk about the future, talk about the coronavirus. Yep. Whatever yep. topic you want to talk about. So you and the family are good? Family is good. Everybody's you know, good so far, so we're happy about that. All right. You know? So but just, you never know, because this shit is crazy. This shit is crazy. Yeah. We could all be fucking infested right now. We don't even know it. Yeah, we got it. We all got it. I think. Uh, everyone's gonna get it. That's already been established. I agree. You know, I think everyone's of, gonna get it. Yep, matter of time. It's a matter of when you get it, but we're all gonna get it. Just, uh, it's pretty sad for those that have respiratory issues. Problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna, they're not, they're not doing too well with it, you know? But, let's have some fun with this. Ask me some questions. <laughs> what would you like to know? Well, some of the profit, all right? Put that out there first. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, um, why are we mentioning him? He didn't pay for this. He got no money in this. That's okay. Who? Uh, Bill. Man. I didn't say he has any money. I'm just saying he's a prophet. He's an idol he's, of mine. He's, he's, 
Angel looks at him as a as a a a what do you, what would you say a mentor or a uh, as a businessman. He is a businessman. He is an incredible. He's one of the best investors I've ever ever come across, besides Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. Wow, some big names there. I agree with some of that. Um, so you don't think that his heart was in it when he came out to Bushwick, Brooklyn? No, I believe his heart was in it. I truly believe that. I'm one of I'm one of his testaments. Without without that guy, I'd probably be dead. You know? No way. I mean, absolutely. In Bushwick, in Bushwick, I was too young to see things. So I was, you know, I was laid back. I was I was let's just say soft. You know. I just didn't really get involved with a lot of things. But when I moved to East New York, I, I got, I went crazy, man. I was between stealing cars and selling drugs and being involved in every fucking crazy shit. At the end of the day, it was his voice and those people's voice that told me that there was a better world on the other side. We didn't, we didn't need that shit. So he does get credit for getting me out of that garbage. I give him credit. And this was... After you heard him preach and stuff. Absolutely. 100%. He was, listen, he was the one that opened the doors to show us that there's another world other than our ghetto. We grew up in the ghetto, bottom yes. line. Yep. Now it's not a ghetto. But you and I, where you live, in the corner, and I lived around the corner from you. Yep, diagonal. Yep. We were surrounded. We were surrounded by abandoned buildings, you know? I know I was, The building, yep. behind, the building behind your house was abandoned. Yeah, they were Remember attached. Crashed were, down? The next three buildings were attached, were abandoned, yep. Right, so we grew up in the ghetto. So that, that guy's message showed us that there was another world other than the ghetto. And that's what I believe stayed in the back of my mind. Correct. Even though I was doing so many bad things, it was still in the back of my mind that there is a New Jersey, that there is a Canada, that there is another world that's totally different from the shit. So that's what I take from that. I got you. So the first time... So your first time, other than Puerto Rico, being out of uh, the hood was Canada? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. I mean, I came here when I was eight years old. I came to Bushwick when I was... Well, I came to Myrtle. I first... When we came from Puerto Rico in 1978, we moved to Myrtle Avenue in Kent. That's okay. Greenpoint, mm -hmm. I believe. And then in 1983, we moved to Bushwick. 1001 Bushwick Avenue and the corner of Grove. In that mansion. And... Uh, in the mansion, yeah, I lived in the third floor of the mansion, and uh, Canada was my first trip out of uh, the ghetto. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't get no toothpaste on my dick. That was hairless. <laughs> but that's what... I'm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I, I, I guess that's, that's inside even to Rosie. Excuse but... me, toothpaste? All right. Billy will tell me later. Don't tell I, me I, now. I, I never went on a Canada trip, but I know exactly what he's talking about. He's talking about hairless, which is a, a different... <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know now. Tell me later. Yeah. Listen, if it's one thing that they had a lot of bullies. And even though we had the people that actually went to church for church, you still had the outside people. And they and bullied. They, and they were bullies. Yeah. And even some bullies. of the people that went to the church were bullies. Yeah. They oh, were yeah. straight out bullies. Well, church is for, Absolutely. you know, the hurt, you know? so And that's who goes to the church. And who hurts people but hurt people. Totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. There were lots of bullies and I took advantage of the younger generation like myself. Which, you know, I, it made me stronger, but I went through it as well, you know, even though some niggas right now are old as ass, and I'm not, but, you know, you know we'll keep that for another day. <laughs> you say you're not over it? I'm over it. I'm, no, I never, oh, okay. I never carry that. All that right. made me stronger. Good. His, his, you know, I his... remember that making me really strong. Mm. Your lifestyle once should I, be enough. Yeah, once I realized that, you know, they were older than me. And I just didn't, I was not at their level. And I remember exactly when that happened. You want to hear the story? Sure. So that happened in a life club trip, a small life club trip. So I left Bushwick in 1987 and I moved to East New York. That shit shit got real in East New York for me. But I would still come back to the church once in a while. I don't know if Billy remembers that. I used to come with stolen cars. Remember that, Billy? Yeah, I remember you being a thief, but yeah. Right, right. And um, so I got, it, I got I went to Life Club, and I was invited to go to like a small, like a small New York trip. Mm. And I won't mention the name, but one of the guys that was trying to bully me on the regular, he tried that shit at a pizzeria, you know? And I just wilded out, attacked him. Who's he talking about? Do you know the story? Uh, I know the story, but he said he didn't want to mention his name, and I'm I'm for that. Mm -hmm. We won't mention the gentleman's name, but... Listen, but y'all have to drop me hints, because I don't think I heard the story. So he was one of the the assholes that would pick on me relentlessly on every bus trip. And he would just never let up. That's pretty easy to figure Mm -hmm. out who would that be if you were... I mean, Billy could figure that one out. Who would just never, never let up on me, you know? And I was like 14 years old, you know? And this gentleman must have been like 17 already, you know? And we went to a small trip to New York on the holidays, and he pulled that shit on me at this pizzeria in the city. And that was the end of it. I attacked him at the pizzeria. And from that day forward, that, that shit never happened again. Well, listen, I just want you to know that motherfucker's a loser and you're winning. So you're all good. Bill, just text me privately the name because I had no idea. So I see it. He's losing. He actually deleted me and Bill from Facebook. So fuck you. Well, unfortunately, most of them didn't apply them. They actually just fucking live the opposite. Mm. So it bothered me when I see people and they didn't take the message, you know? That totally does bother me. What was 
that message? What did you receive? Because I feel like I got bamboozled, but I didn't grow up hood. Like, I had a good life. And when I went to college, I'm like, what the fuck were they saying to me? Because it was all persuasion, coercion. Religion to me after college was different than what I experienced as a kid. So Basically what me and you were talking about the other day. So what did you get? Because I didn't get it. The message was, to me, was a, it was a simple message. Even though that it, involved, it, it did include Jesus and, and the Bible and, you know, and sinning and backsliding, even though that message is in there, whether you believe in that today or not, the message was even more simpler, if that's a word, than that. And it was that you didn't have to stay in the ghetto. You didn't have to stay doing drugs or smoking drugs or not getting a real job and not developing yourself and making yourself better. What it showed me was goals. Like, I met people. There was a gentleman named, um, oh, man, his name was, uh, damn, I had 20 shots. The <laughs> white man, the, the white older man, he used to have like a, like, like, like a rolling bus, like one of those big trailers. He always had a trailer. Ah, so that dude, that. He's so cute. K7 just texted me from TK. What's up, K? Talk to you later. Um, that gentleman taught me a lot. Because that dude was all about a better life. He will come in and then jet. And I will talk to him. So there's just so many things that it was more about just God. It was about... Bro, there's a better life than you living in these abandoned buildings and, and selling drugs or smoking drugs or being a thief. Like, this dude has, a, like, a home, like a mobile home. Don't you want that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they gave us a and taste a, of a uh, better life, yeah. A better life. And I remember getting on a bus. Um, I was trying to date uh, your sister. Uh, Billy almost fucked me up, by the way. That's a whole other story. Uh, what? <laughs> what? I was... I was, you don't know this shit. See, I, I, I knew he liked it, but I didn't know. Who? Hater. So, there was a bus trip that we went to. I remember this. And it was to Great Adventure. And going to Great Adventure, I remember seeing the big houses and seeing the neighborhood. Right. And not seeing the ghetto. And that shit stuck with me. Right. And now you live so next door to Great Adventure. Right. I live... I live I live about 15 miles from, about 10 miles from Great Adventure. Mm-hmm. You know, so that message, that, to me, that stuck with me. It kept saying to me, you want to be in a better life. You want to have a better house. You want to have a nicer car. You want to be legit. And that's the message that I got. I can do it. And that's what I did. I hear you. I mean, I was in the same boat, you know, grew up poor, looking at abandoned buildings and empty lots. And then, uh, yeah, I guess it was Mitch because my family never took me to Great Adventure. You know, it took me never. to Great Adventure. And yeah, you do never. You see outside life and different people and you deal with, you know, because Metro people from all over. So you dealt with a lot of different people from different areas and you knew that there was another world. And then you went and visited and it was, you know, I want this, you know. And Hell yeah. Yeah, so, you know. Hell yeah. You go to school. roller skating. Yeah, roller skating. Yep, skating? yep. You know, remember the neighborhood you used to drive through? You didn't look out the bus window and say, damn, these houses are nice. Right. Like, where are we? Right. You know what I'm saying? That that right. is what stuck with me. To answer Rosie's question, 
the hood. And when I when I hit my breaking point, that's when I came out to Jersey and made it happen. Never looked back. Yeah, but you were in school oh. as well in New York, right? Yeah, I was in school. I was. I always. My mom was very strict. My mom was. Mm. You know, we were really poor. People don't realize how poor we were, man. Mm. I mean, we we didn't have dinner sometimes. You know, we didn't have food. Mm. I remember, I think I told you this, Billy, but I remember your your uh, your step your stepdad hanging out with my dad. Correct. You know, I, I didn't know it was your stepdad till like years later, but I remember him in my house with other dudes from Grove Street, and I bring that up because it reminds me of a certain day that they were together, where we had no food, but most of them, God rest their souls, but those niggas had money for other things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're I always. remember. Mm-hmm. I, I remember this shit. This shit. This shit mm-hmm. stuck with me, and that's not that. That's something that I always vowed that whenever I had children, they were gonna they were gonna have things that I didn't have, Correct. and I, I made that happen. Sure did. I hear you. You know, made yeah. that happen. So, but uh, that's what I got to finish that topic, Rose. Was getting on the bus and given the opportunity to see other areas. Okay. Besides the ghetto. Okay. That's my message. Alright. That's good. So I, I already... I give... Life, not to say that my family wasn't ghetto, but I didn't get the same shit from Metro. I got hope, love, all that shit. But when I went to college, it was a totally different story. You know, like, I felt like I was bamboozled. I felt like the message they were pushing was very Republican, which works against the poor. You know? So, I don't know. Different experience. I'm glad I went to that church because I met my bestie. Not okay with that. What I remember her uh, telling me was that religion was created to control the masses. And I could see that. And I guess after religion came politics. I mean, there's always been kings and rulers and dictators. And now they call them presidents and uh, whatever, prime ministers and, you know, all this other shit. Um, I guess the only royalty we have left is what? uh, England, right? And they have a prime minister. Anyhow... So you know. Anyhow, I she, do. Uh, I do know what you mean, Rosie. I'll, I'll I'll respond to that. If it's something that confuses me about Christians, is how hypocritical they are about politics. So that's a whole other subject. But most Christians bamboozle the fuck out of me about their take on politics. I don't get it. I truly will never understand. Even my own brother. That's a pastor. Right. My own brother is right. a pastor now. Right. Um, he's been, he was ordained about a year ago. He's now a pastor at a church. He's a Trump supporter. I don't understand that one at all. Here's a man that lies every day. And bro, if you grew up in the hood, you know a bullshitter when you see a bullshitter. <laughs> and there's something wrong with you mentally. If you don't think that guy's a bullshitter. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's something, there's, 
there's either something wrong with you or you buy into this bullshit that, oh man, that's a whole other subject. It's just, I don't understand how people like my brother and even my sister believe in this guy. This guy is full of shit. He cares about nobody but himself. He don't give two fucks about nobody but him and his family or white people that are rich. And that's all he cares about. And I don't get how a Latino or a black man or anybody just falls for that bullshit. I don't get it. And I'm a big drunk, but I still don't fucking get it, and I never will. Because everything that man says is flat out a fucking lie. No, you're right. Um, I don't get it either, but um, the Christian community tends to always vote for a Republican no matter who it is. Right. So, they... And the other, other, you know, Christian-like right. formats, and, you know, it doesn't matter to me, for them, it doesn't matter whether he grabbed a woman by the pussy and, ah. you know... What? Why are you saying that word? Why am I saying that word? Because that's I what he that, said. But you know what? Bush was a Republican, and Bush lied, but Bush wasn't a scumbag. I voted for he Bush twice, but I was yeah. a Christian at the time. Yeah, but he, but he wasn't a he was he he wasn't a dirtbag. He wasn't a. <laughs> but he was an idiot. Explain, bro. He was an uh, idiot, uh, not a dirtbag. I rather an idiot than a dirtbag. Just saying. This, this, this guy, <laughs> this, this guy, his entire circle was committed of crimes. And this guy still Correct. running the White House. Correct. Mm -hmm. That tells you what kind of trouble we're in. This guy paid off freaking hookers. Has been proven, and the Christians still support him. Right. So what happened to the Bible? What happened to adultery? What happened to right. fornication? What happened to all these lessons, guys? Like I want, I want to look at one of my Christian mentors from adultery and fornication, and he's. It's proven. We saw the checks. He wrote the check. It's okay now? You're a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. Flat out. Whoever it is, any any mentor of ours from 1986 that will support Trump, I will flat out tell them in their face, you're a hypocrite. <laughs> but with Trump, remember, uh, Trump, not Trump, Scott, I'm sorry, uh, Bush, uh, who was president for eight years, his dad was also president. So if he didn't know anything, he just picked up the phone and called daddy. Daddy was former president, you know. He could find out anything, you know. He had the inside scoop. And his dad was vice president for Reagan, who served for eight years. So his dad was in the White House for 12 years. Look, let me give you my humble, and I'll say educated, Opinion on politics. Okay, politicians I agree with humble. Gangsters. Politicians are gangsters. They're legitimate gangsters that want that power to do whatever the fuck they want. The proof is so simple for you to find. How is it possible that these guys have a salary of a hundred and seventy-five thousand a year? But yet, they're worth millions of dollars. Right. Come on, man. I got right. a bridge 
and Brooklyn to sell you if you want to buy a bridge. I do. I'm, I've been looking for a bridge. <laughs> All of them. You know? But then they want to tell you they're sold books. They ain't selling no fucking books. When did you get a book from, from Mitch McConnell? I've never seen no book from him. Now, I know ex-presidents make a lot of money. I mean, Cl- Clinton and Obama is a bit bro, millionaires. I agree. I agree. Gangsters. Look, it's the same analogy. Came to the dirtiest place in the world. Mm. Talk about God. Mm. But yet, he took that money that people donated and bought tons of real estate properties that belonged to him. 25 years later, that property belongs to him. So, did he do a good deed? Yes, he did. He provided McDonald's burgers. He provided a whole bunch of things to little ghetto kids. <laughs> a Christmas little, a Christmas gift on Christmas mm. when they didn't have shit. But right. at the end of the day, listen, he he went to war. He had squatters and 119 Grove. He had to deal with that. You know, they had staff living in the building at the same time squatters were still living in that building. And he purchased the building. Yeah, he may have paid a dollar or whatever he paid for it. But it was a big building. It came with a lot. It came with like a little carriage house in the back. You know, he he had property and just kept, you know, when they were selling them for a dollar, he just kept buying them at that low price. And... Threw a staff in there, you know, had the maintenance crew just clean it up and fix it up. And it, it you know, even though they were kind of like at the end, they were kind of like the most decrepit building on the block. He still got millions for those buildings. That's a good businessman. Yes. Well, very good. That's, that's what a politician is. Oh, I'm going to get you this. I'm going to get you. Look, they just passed a fucking stimulus package, right? That shit is all garbage, bro. Garbage. For? Uh, you, you need to Google that shit. It's all garbage. Garbage what for they who? Did was they, 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 they gave the airlines $400 million. They gave the banks $500 million. They gave this guy another $500 million. They gave all the billionaires billions of dollars. And then what they did was they extended, they extended unemployment for a few months. Whee! And they're gonna send you a check for twelve hundred dollars if you qualify. Correct, up to twelve hundred. Right. The, the the fine print that no one's reading is that FHA loans are no longer that good anymore. Now you have to have excellent credit score to buy a house. If you a veteran, fuck you. You can't buy a house right now. We 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 eliminated that. If you own a small business, fuck you. You can't buy a house right now. Well, why not? We eliminated the SBA loans. They eliminated every simple thing for the middle class to take a step forward. But they gave you a little unemployment and a $1,200 check. But all the billionaires got billions. Come on, man. Listen. Politicians are gangsters that are legal. And no one will ever change my mind on that. Democrat or Republican or fucking gangsters politicians. and they all become millionaires politicians make the rules alright I they believe that millionaires so we both cop the vote what do we do to get these motherfuckers we hope they get coronavirus 
we hope, well, there's nothing we can do. The country's been running this way for its inception, you know. It's been, it's been, it, even, even when the Declaration of Independence was signed, that shit was all fucking set up and the history is incredible there, you know. But, and even when you get people like Benedict Arnold that fucking become traitors, they, they get, what, 10 years in jail. Now I'm getting deep. But yet, someone like the fucking, like a Latin king back in the day, they kill somebody, they get fucking 140 years in jail. Right. You know? It's just, uh, listen, racism is real. Yes. They don't give a fuck about black or Hispanic. They care about the white rich only. And that shit is never going to change. Go ahead and try to change my mind on that shit. The rule is, I'll give you the rule. I got the rule from someone that I don't follow, but, and his music to me is horrible. His name is Lil Wayne. I love Lil Wayne. But he's, fuck him, I don't like him, right? But check this out. He, he said it best a few years ago. Somebody asked him, Lil Wayne, what do you think about the Hurricane Katrina and all the black people dying? His response was amazing. His response was, I don't give a fuck about people dying. What do you mean, Brother Wayne? You're like, what do you mean? They're black folk. I don't give a fuck about them. What do you mean? Like, that's so fucking crazy for you to say that. He said, bro, I only care about me and my family. Fuck everybody else. The government don't care. You don't care. Nobody cares. It's life. People are going to die. People are going to be born. I take care of my house and my people. And I truly, that's one of the things that I've, the best things I've ever heard. That is so true. The government don't give a fuck about you. The Democrat or Republican don't give a fuck about you. Just look at their fucking earnings and their bank account. And look at us. Take care of your house. Take care of your children. Take care of your family. And enjoy this ride. And that's the message. I agree. I agree. Like my Jamaican friends. I agree. I had a I had an old Jewish man tell me that he said, "Take care of your family first. If you can help someone, he said, if you can help someone else, help them. If not, do what you gotta do. Yeah, mm-hmm. do good deeds, but take care of your household first. Yes. Nobody cares. Right. Nobody gives a fuck. People need to stop fucking complaining on on Facebook. <laughs> you know how that is. I've I've experienced that. Stop complaining on Facebook." Nobody gives a fuck. All they do is laugh at you, stupid. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't see me doing that shit. You know, I, I try to post positive shit. I try to be like, I try to sell business. I try to fucking tell you to get you to buy a house and do a wedding. I don't try to do negative shit. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't want to have right, a wedding right now. You guys should get married again. Fuck it. Let's just do a wedding. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I want to. Billy doesn't want to. He's very non-romantic. I married her already. Billy's Billy's romantic. I remember Billy being romantic back in the day. Thank you. I told her. I told her she fucking ripped my romantic bone out. And she threw it away. No. You gotta get that shit out of him. He's romantic. I remember him. He's not romantic. romantic. He's sexual. Tell me more about my own. Oh, Billy's. I know Billy's sexual. I used to hang hey, with him Mina. back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try block your munchies. Yeah, no. Yo, I used to hang Billy back in the day before Metro. We did some crazy shit. You know? 
Alright. Silk. Silk's movie up. <laughs> what? You, you already know it. What he's talking about, you already know about. Mm. Right. Anyway. Ah. Enough about Muslim girls. <laughs> Alright? <laughs> Yo, I'm so fucking drunk right now. I don't know. Yo, that's what it's all about, man. Stars. Feeling ah. nice. Where you at? You, know, you, had, you had a cup of Calvin Coolers? Calvin Cooler? <laughs> Where you at? I got in a minute, bro. What area are you? I don't think they're still around. They're not. Holy shit balls. I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> they do white rock right now. Who? The kids. It's also a vodka water. White bullshit. rock? Yeah. That's the name of a beer. Yeah, something like that. It's all good. Yeah. It makes the world go round. Mm. If if we're not bitching about Republicans or Democrats, there'll be something else to bitch about. But you know, I I get <laughs> what you're saying as far as why you grew up in the hood. Well, I I would consider Brookline the projects. You know, it was a nicer project, but it was still the project. So you grew up in the hood, but yet I don't see how how people who grew up in the hood like uh, Trump. I don't see how, how the fuck are you Republican? I, I get they want to keep their guns, but then you go over to a couple of our other friends and they don't own guns, but they're Trump lovers. And I just, I don't fucking get how they crossed over like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to me, I, I don't consider myself Democrat or Republican. I consider myself an independent. And though I lean more to the left, you know, there's, you know, I mean, I voted for Bush twice. Yes. That whole gun shit is a whole other dumb topic. The declaration, the, the, the fucking Second Amendment was written in 18 fucking 70 something, guys, when they had one bullet in the chamber, motherfuckers. Not when you had an AR 16 with 160 bullets that fire off in two minutes. Right. Shut the fuck up already with that. They're... Keep your gun. Yeah, keep, keep one gun with a few bullets, maybe, or one. If you want to go back to the, when they wrote the, 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 the Second Amendment, okay, let's follow that. It doesn't have automatic weapons in there. Get over it, but fight that shit to death. I know. But that's all right. Because he, yeah. he was a bully back then, too. Uh, but I'll fuck him up now. Uh, Ain't that motherfucker here, Jersey. Uh, nah, I'm kidding. Stop. I'm drunk. I said, uh, I'm about to say, <laughs> dude. Love, you, you were just don't, at his Don't love. worry. Don't worry. I got you. I will drop him. He's. You were nice. just, gentlemen. You were don't just. Don't hold me back. I'm not holding you I back. Like I'm him. trying to silence you. He's rude. You were just at his brother's funeral. May he rest in John. peace. Love John. All right, so let's keep all the good, peace, man. all right, guys. Listen, we 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 are allowed to have opinions respectfully. Correct. Correct. I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a believer in that. I can have my opinion. You have to respect it. You don't have to agree with it. Mm. You respect me as it, and if you can, then we won't talk about it. Mm. So before that came you know? up, what was on? You were talking about John. Before that. John made best in peace. I don't that. know. I'm done. What yeah. else, my friends? What else? Uh, 
So you're still working today? Or a oh, recent... me? I went to work today. I show houses. Mm-hmm. Where you at right now? What borough? Jackson. What borough? I'm in my house in Millstone. We went there? Yes. Yeah, we well, when I got drunk and I was breakdancing on my yes. deck. Oh, you forgot about that. You were too drunk, huh? I don't remember you breakdancing. Yes, he, he uh, did. Shit, I he didn't, he didn't, he didn't send you a video. <laughs> Listen, are you? That's who are you showing houses to? Mm-mm. An investor in uh, Cranberry. Mm, okay. The people with money are buying houses. People, the people that are scared of their money are shying away. But the investors are there. They're okay. buying stocks and they're buying houses. Yeah. Okay, is that not called monopolizing? Of course it is, but that's what the life... You have money, you're going to make money now. Mm. You don't, you're not going to make money. Mm. That's it. I wish I had 100,000 liquid. I'll buy stocks right now. Right. I don't have 100,000 right. liquid right now. Stocks are real low right now. Yep. I just cut my balls off, by the way. Oh, you did? Congratulations. I've been to that. Yeah, I cut those shit off. Yeah. My yeah, mom no, says no my more. mom says you have to check every ten years to make sure the tubes don't get untied. Nah, my shit is sealed, bro. That, no, no, don't say that. Forever. That's what I right. say. They seal forever. No, don't say that. Uh, every uh, ten uh, years, okay. you gotta check. Um, I'm done. I said I'm broke. I paid my my child support through the roof. That's it. Mm-hmm. Do you say thank you? You don't gotta pay child support. I live with these fuckers. Why should I pay child support? I'm just saying, be thankful, Mm. right? Gratitude every day. You ain't gotta pay child support. She's saying I don't have to pay child support. No, because I have to live with them though. So they should be paying you child support now. What? You know, they should be paying Billy child support. They ain't got no money. My daughter's laid off. My, At least a dollar a week or something. My son has SSI. No. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I make my listen, kids pay listen, tra- listen. I make my older kids pay child support. They pay it back. All right. I gotta get money back now. <laughs> this is a podcast. Okay, so Angel, explain yourself, what you do, and who you are to our listeners, our five listeners. Yeah, we got like 190 yeah, something years. Yeah, so. Who am I? Well, I am a New Jersey resident for the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. Originally from Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. And I am a team leader, real estate associate. And we sold over 100 homes last year. About $40 million in real estate. Woo-hoo! Yes. Yes. I was a platinum receiver at Remax. That means I'm top-notch motherfucker, big dog. And I've only been doing real estate for like four years, and I'm already Mm. killing it. Because when you work hard and you put your mind to it, you Mm. can do anything. And I've been, I also own my own wedding business. I've been doing weddings for 20 years. Yeah. 20 years Mm. and still running the company, still doing 500 weddings a year. And now, now how has the wedding business been with all the shit that's going on? It's completely shut down. Right now, I have no income. Wow, so it's zero. I am. 
and ask him for some gloves and a dollar. I know where you're coming yeah, from with the dollar. <laughs> they shut us down completely. Where wow. There's no business in, there's no bookings, there's no weddings. So real estate is considered essential, down. but uh, um, weddings, of course, because it's a social gathering, that's what the whole business right. is about. Whether you do a wedding or Sweet 16 or a birthday <coughs> party, it's all social gatherings. So you can't do that. So that kind of... <coughs> Put your fucking whole yeah. business at a halt. For now, that's over. That is no, there is no business right now. Real estate is part of the banking and finance industry, so we are open. But they're going to shut that down soon as well. So right. we got to hang in there. We got to, we got to hang in there. But that's who I am. If you want to buy a house or you want to sell a house, hit me up. I got, I got one of the best teams around. And if you get where, married, would, where would they I'll hit you tell up? Tell your at? website, your telephone number, everything you want to put out there. Do it. I'm, I made it so easy. If you Google my name, I come up. AngelVendrell.com. Two hours or one hour? Listen, well, your Vendrell, do they spell it with one L or two L? Two. Two L's. Two L's. Vendrell Real Estate Group. It says it right group. there. It doesn't mean you spelled it wrong. Yeah, I spelled right. Vendrell, two L's. AngelVendrell.com will get you to my site, or Vendrell Real Estate will get you to my site, or my wedding business at the Asia Labs on Instagram. So a lot of my clients today, I do their wedding, and six months later, I sell them a house. All right, so perfect combination. So it's Angel Vendrell, V-E-N-D-R-E-L-L.com. Dot com. All right. That's it. So. Hit him up if you need a house. Well, you can't hit him up for if any you, social gathering. So, <laughs> but in the future, that name, you'll see tons of videos of my work. Tons of videos. Tons go. of videos on YouTube. All right. But if you go to the fifth, but if you go to the fifth page on Google, you will find that the, I was convicted of a crime in 1987. <laughs> the fifth page. I never leave the first. Yeah, I know. Doesn't come nobody finds that shit. <laughs> But yeah, I was. I thought, hey, before you go, funny story. I was playing poker. I'm a huge poker player. I'm avid yes. poker player. Well, I know Texas we've been Holder. there with you. And I played all the casinos throughout the country. And I played big tournaments, right? And I was playing a tournament in Staten Island. And the police came and raided the place. And out of 50 people in the room, I was the only one arrested. Your question is, why would you arrest it? You I was arrested from a warrant in, in 1987 yeah, for a stolen car. Believe that shit? That happened three years ago. It happened three years ago from 87. Three 87. years ago was 17, so that's 30 years ago. They're charging you. 30 years ago. That shit should have been wiped night. out already. I spent all night in central booking, and when <laughs> I got to the judge, he says, would you like to pay this fine of $36 or do you want to take it to, to trial? I said, motherfucker, I spent all night here. They didn't pay your damn fine. And I left. <laughs> all right? So that was the end of that story. <laughs> so. Thank you for the invite. Yo. With all the barbershops shut down, are you wolfing yet? Nah, bro. I just cut her off myself. Oh, you cut it yourself? Yeah, I I have a DA. Not a DA, a crew cut, a crew cut.
<laughs> See, I'm good because I'm bald, so I just shave my shit and that's it. I've always, I've always groomed myself, but other, other people, oh boy. Oh, you guys are too funny. All right, I'm gonna take my ass to bed. Good night. Bad. Thank you for the invite. Yo, no problem. Yeah, man, I... Thanks for being here, ladies and gentlemen. All gentlemen. right, let's do it again. Plan my party, brother. This is Angel right, Ninja. Without right, Billy. Love, love you, bro. Bye. All right, All right man. Have a good night. Bye, bye. Hey guys, if you like our podcast and want us to continue it, please hit the like or share button to keep us going. Thanks, and have a good night.